0: Welcome to the final episode of Tardis Tropes Flux Edition. I'm Hannah.
1: (laughs) I'm David. And I'm Victor McFlux.
2: (laughs) Victor McFlux. We are finally done with Chris Chibnall's final season. He does have a few more specials to go, but this is the finale of The Flux, which is titled The Vanquishers... For some reason, um, and I think, you know, I speak for everyone when I can when I say that almost nothing was resolved satisfactorily, and almost nothing uh, is there positive to say. About okay, <laughs> I I
0: don't know if I quite agree with I, that. I wouldn't say there's but...
1: nothing okay. positive. I, there were definitely uh, some positives. The Dalek ships look uh... nice. <laughs> The, the
2: CGI Dalek the, ships they look are, there are some, shiny.
0: There was some snappy dialogue that I appreciated. Um, okay. I thought, you know, Jody had a lot to do, which was nice.
2: She had three times as much yes. to do, yeah. in fact. Yeah. She had, She was pulling triple duty on this one. <laughs> because of plot reasons
0: yes because <laughs> chris chibnall wishes he was russell t Davies so hard
2: he wishes so much that he could have written journeys at um <laughs> which before this was one of my least favorite seasons. i, season I know
1: actually i know
2: i and now it's great i had the same <laughs> and you know what else is great the name of the doctor the one where the doctor jumps in into a rip in his own timeline and ends up in a cave of mysteries. That's great. Because this is bad. This yeah. is real, real bad, folks. I I can't state it plainly enough that Chris Chibnall cannot resolve his own plots. No, he really can't. Because he doesn't can't. think them through.
0: No. Like he- well, and also, he just has seems to have, like, an utter lack of, like, care. Self-control. For- well, self control, sure. But like care for for the implications of his plots, you know? I know. Or it's like, we, we don't find out at all what the state of the universe is post-Flux. We don't know if it's been restored. We don't know. <laughs> who's, like, who's left? And, and literally, no one seems to care. Like, the Doctor and Yaz <laughs> are just like, whatever, I let's know. go!
1: I know, I mean. <laughs> let's explore what's left! <laughs> it's just so weightless. There is no the reason rub- <laughs> to care about anything that happened. It was just, the entire season was purely spectacle. It was just things happening and people doing things but not for any reason or rhyme or, or consistent characterization just kind of like to move things along but like it's not building up to anything it just kind of stuff's happening
2: <laughs> yeah i mean it's not that like things are resolved yes in some way shape or form it's just not a a payoff that I don't feel like it could satisfy I mean, but it's, just like, oh, it's like, not Even satisfying. somebody who was truly invested it, just, in the plot up just, to this point. There was
1: point. so much going on in the scene. There were so many plot threads. And, like, ultimately none of them like none of them mattered. Like, why did I need to <laughs> right. care about the Great Serpent at all? Like, why Why did... Yeah, I guess... We have to worry about the yeah, if, like <laughs> If it were me,
2: if I were writing this, and I got to this last episode, and I was writing the script for it, and I realized I didn't have anything for... Vinder to do, for Bell to do, for Yaz to do, really, for Dan yes! to do. Oh my God! For Carvanista to do, for Eustatius Jericho to do, and the only people who have figured out something for them to do are three doctors <laughs> and a Claire. <laughs> I would, at that point, say, let's pare down some of these subplots and cut out some <laughs> of the these doctors. sort of extraneous characters. Yeah. And uh, you know, like do they even contribute anything thematically? Do they even contribute no, anything there's no in terms thematics. of there's no Just depth. variety. There is like, no, no I don't I, I don't think I so. I mean,
1: we, we watched an entire season where one of the main threads is like this, these star-crossed lovers and they just kind of bump into each other like It's <laughs> <laughs> so
0: anticlimactic like... and I was very annoyed. <laughs>
2: Like all Vinder Hey, if you you know the doctor? Oh no, we just met. Oh well that's a coincidence. <laughs> all all
1: Vinder gets to do all season is make the great serpent like banish him to be the little prince. Like that's all he gets to do. <laughs> the little prince. <laughs> he
0: he does that and compliment Diane while stuck in a passenger.
1: That's it. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I
2: mean, Diane has well, so much more to do than Vendors just Jericho. Oh, yeah. Oh
1: my God, that's I mean, true. What they, do do you guys care about like doing it in order, or are we just like, ragging no. on this? No. Okay.
2: I mean, we're obviously just okay. riffing at I this mean, point. I'm sure we'll do a straight recap
1: in a little bit, but let's just get I, I it mean, out. I, I the way what they did to that old man is criminal because <laughs> poor he, ju- he just killed him just because he realized his he was like okay this climax is not actually dramatic at all so i guess i gotta kill yeah. somebody so old yep. man off to the off to the slaughterhouse you gotta oh, yeah. you have to drop was... your ring and then get stuck there and die <laughs> right. for the stupidest reason right yeah. but
2: that's not even the biggest insult the biggest insult is that why was he on that ship in the first place <laughs> makes no sense not need to be there. <laughs> The doctor's just like, I've got two people who want to join your psychic Santaran fleet. They have to join because we're going to use it to spy on them. <laughs> and we need both of them to do this. For reasons. <laughs> I, I'm sure. And then he will do nothing, contribute to nothing, and then... He breaks his teleporter and, and he's stuck
1: there. And then he will yeah. die, so that the audience feels something. <laughs> but it also, won't, it won't really work. <laughs> so he will die. For also,
0: <laughs> it it definitively takes place on December fifth of twenty twenty one, which is before yeah. it aired, or it's after. Yeah. Well, no, it's, after it's it aired. like it, when it aired.
1: Isn't it? It's when it aired. Is it? I thought it was. Oh uh, yeah, that's when it, it aired. That's when it aired. I I it was Wednesday. No. <laughs>
0: So I I'm just annoyed because Claire knows who the doctor is back on Halloween. So like
2: She had psychic powers. We've been over this.
0: Oh fuck. Never we, we
2: went over that whole yeah, thing. We did. So dumb. I was
0: annoyed about it again though. <laughs>
2: Because it's not its not actually the Sally Sparrow scene, and we were confused about that. Yeah. But we figured it out in the Angel episode that, yeah, Fuck. she didn't actually meet the Doctor before. She just had a vision of meeting the all Doctor. All right, all right, all
0: right. Well, my real complaint is that after a season that was trying to build Yaz up, I thought she did nothing in this finale. <laughs> she
1: didn't do anything She was...
0: Literally useless yeah, like had like four lines you know doesn't even really get an actual moment with the doctor like of reuniting at the end, like it's all
2: right.
0: it's so weird
2: you you know what could have helped her to have more to do <laughs> write one of the three doctors out, yeah, I know it's <laughs> like if your problem is, man, I just have the doctor doing all this stuff, and I have nothing for all these other characters to do. Just don't make three, three of them.
0: <laughs> well, and Yaz doesn't actually... Like, okay, it seemed like they were trying to make this, this season-long arc. Like, oh, the Doctor Yaz
2: trying to be the doctor.
0: Well, one, Yaz trying to be the doctor. She doesn't do that and also learns nothing and doesn't change <laughs> at all. Uh, the doctor also is like, oh, keeping her companions at bay, of course, because what else does the doctor do? Um... But like arm's length, arm's length, yeah. Um, But like the doctor's, like, oh yes, I shouldn't have kept you out. But it's like, at what point did, yeah, like, how did this character realization happen? Like, what led to this epiphany? Nothing.
2: Right. All that you did that interacted with Yaz in any way was you slipped a hologram (sighs) into her pocket when she wasn't looking to explain to her what the stakes were. I mean,
1: I mean, Chibnall
2: (laughs) that you recorded at some point when you were by yourself to give to her when you were together, but you didn't just tell her that when you were together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, Chibnall's storytelling and plot progression is kind of like a flip book where it's like, it gives the illusion of things moving. But if you actually look at it, (laughs) it's just like things were in one state and then suddenly they're in another.
0: (laughs) No, that's the thing. I think like plot happens it just has no effect on character. No, it but doesn't. he wants it I, to. It, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's there's so much happening and no one's doing anything in, in any of these stories. <laughs> Things just kind of keep All happening right. around them.
2: Let's let's take it back. Let's oh, center okay. ourselves. Let's take some deep breaths. Um, where we last left our heroes at the end of the Survivors of the Flux, the Doctor. Had just spoken to her, you know, foster mother, who was then disintegrated <laughs> by skull men
0: instantly.
2: Um, I hope the that skull men were like regular. Thing. We're just gonna keep doing what she was doing already, <laughs> like for different reasons. You spent a whole episode explaining what <laughs> what her reasons were. What uh, um, Tectayun's reasons mm-hmm. were for destroying the universe. Our reasons are different from those. So we're going to spend all episode explaining what those are. Only for it to, you know, more or less go off without a hitch. <laughs> so what, what is the Ravagers' plan and why? And what is their motivation and why?
0: They're mad at the no. doctor and no. so they just want to fuck <laughs> with everybody <laughs> for
1: all eternity. Yeah. They're just going to make the doctor Right, see they the want
2: to end the universe not just once, which is what Tecteun would have done. They yeah. want to end it over and over again for their master whose name is Time. Yeah. Who is the god of time.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Not the Lord of Time. That's the Doctor. Yeah. This is a different person who rules over time. That isn't a Time Lord. No, they're. Just I just a thought they Lord over. I think, they, time. I think they, are I time.
0: they. Yeah.
2: They are time. And time is evil. Yeah. But <laughs> but they also are just like a person. You know, all this time we, can talk. We don't,
0: we don't meet them until the end though.
2: But that's their motivation, right? Yes. That's why they're doing all this. Yes. They steal the doctor's fob watch with all of her memories, and they open it up, which doesn't return her memories to her. It instead teleports her to her mind palace, <laughs> which we saw briefly at the beginning of uh, the War of the Santarans. Yeah. As that rickety shack, the, the biological house. house
1: And there is no reason uh, for it to be a a rickety shag. It just looks cool. Well, it's it's,
2: so... Because her mind is rickety. It's not a memory. It
1: has no connection to her or memories. It's just... And in
2: that world, everything is in black and white, except for Swarm's head for some reason. (laughs) And Swarm shows up and is like, I can destroy your memories right now. And then he does it. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess (laughs) this is the stakes. We're not going to find out the secrets of the doctor. And he's like, and then I can undo it. (laughs) And then he undoes it for some reason. Okay. And I could do it again. I,
0: I... (laughs) moment was a lot for a lot of reasons one because if it had been well the acting for sure there was some major (laughs) scenery chewing going on like they were clearly having a blast Um, but the (laughs) the if, if, you know, he had snapped and it was all dissolved or whatever, for right. real, it would have been the same shit that Chipmul just pulled with Tectayun being like, oh, yeah. here's all your answers. Just kidding, they're dead and yeah. gone. Don't worry about yeah. it ever again. But then also, it's just as bullshit to have him destroy it and undestroy it. To be like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> You're all like, there's no right. winning. Uh...
2: Oh man, and the Doctor does so much stuff with the Ood on this ship. Yeah, where with us like not exactly knowing where the Ravagers yeah. are, like they're not in frame, but or they're not, why like, set the up Ood has any left. loyalty
1: to the Doctor? Like,
2: <laughs> well, I get, I get that. Like, okay, the Ood had a loyalty to Tecteian, and Tecteian's gone, so now he's a free agent. And I guess as a free agent, he just has a natural inclination to save the universe. <laughs> Or, you know, um, at
0: least not work with the people who killed his previous show? I know, but I mean,
1: there I could guess? have been literally just know. a scene to like, explain this man's motives. But no, we don't ever get to find out anyone's motives ever in this show.
2: He's just a costume. I He's know, just a that's costume I'm that they have. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just
1: saying, like, little things like that. It's just like, I, I feel like I don't understand why 90% of the people in the show are doing what they're doing. <laughs>
2: right. Well, I especially don't understand the Ravagers because they they go up to the doctor and they're like, "Doctor, why do you want to save the universe so bad? What you're like obsessed with like saving the universe <laughs> and shit."
1: It, it was one of you the, No, ahead, It was like one of the worst like villain like character study speeches I've ever seen in Doctor <laughs> Who because <it's> just like <laughs> just, everyone can see why this is stupid, it's just like. You're so weird for wanting to save the universe and not wanting to, to explode.
2: <laughs> then is, I guess they're saying that this is an explanation of why the Doctor's biggest fear is the universe. But ending. there's
1: not even an explanation. They just kind of raise the question. because yeah. I, I thought they would like at least be like, maybe it's because you feel guilty over what you've done. Or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Anything. Because it's like, why, why? It's just, that's Cause, what you thinks it, about. The way I read that scene is very much as like, whenever Davos was like, you are the you know destroyer you kill more people than i do like it's like we're not so different like you're bad too except it's just like why is it why are you so insistent on not wanting to watch the universe explode (laughs) (laughs) right right and it's like you could have said like maybe it's because you're guilty or maybe your motives are not as clean as you think they are or something anything to actually give it moral ambiguity right but
0: it's it's not about the doctor it's just a moment for the villain to monologue and be
2: evil you know
0: Like that's that's all it is. So the doctor is split into three. One of her is on the the spaceship with Carvanista. Then one is in the tunnels, right, with Yaz yeah. and everybody. And then the other one's with these uh, with the Ravagers.
2: Right, because the explanation is she took off her conversion plate, which is a thing that allows her to exist outside of the universe, while. And this is the classic chibdal move, is to just say, it's not just that, it's because someone also touched your forehead <laughs> yeah. at the same time. <laughs> the Skull Man touched your forehead, so therefore you get split into three and defy <laughs> the laws of physics. But like, you know, th- they tried to pull this trick earlier where they were like, matrix energy mixed with the flux makes... Yaz and Dan teleport to places where the plot needs them to be, uh, but you can't just do that, Chris. I'm not I mean, going to just suspend my disbelief for that. I'm I, going to say you're lazy. You're you're cheating. You're breaking I, I, the rules that are set up between audience and I, writer.
1: I, I would agree. I mean, like Doctor Who stretches that boundary a lot, and their techno babble has never been that great. But holy fuck, Chibnall is the worst at it. Like he's just, he's just. I don't know. I. But like,
2: it, just why, why there? there. Yeah, exactly. Why this it's, specific she place? To she could have why been to these in two. two specific she places in... as opposed to one specific place? Why would she go to two places that she's never been?
0: I agree yeah. that the places that she ended up were, like. Yeah, Yeah, like, one of them was, oh,
2: it's with her closest friends, I guess mm -hmm. you could argue, or it's, like, close to her TARDIS, Mm -hmm. but then the other one is on a spaceship she's never been on, with a guy, like, a dog man, and a girl she's never met, so, like... Like, like what I is guess the I, connection, like, like,
1: like just compare it to the excuse that they came up with for the other times they had, like the doctor be cloned. Like we have the metamorphosis doctor, in which they spent a tremendous amount of time establishing like the actual logic of how there came to be two doctors. And there's like mm-hmm. the flesh one where that's like you have this entire technology introduced earlier, so it's easy to. And this one is just like, yeah, she, she, he, like touched my forehead, so I got split in three and went to the right, <laughs> the right convenience spots. Right, and there's,
2: there's no reason why you can't just do well. The doctor time travels. And like a few seconds into the past, and creates a stable time loop where they talk to themselves. You know, like yeah, it would even be like a good idea because you could tell yourself key information that you need or something. I don't know. Like if it's a future doctor and a past doctor, that makes sense. But if it's the same doctor at the same time, that doesn't help
1: you. I I felt like nothing was gained by having there be. Two, uh, three doctors. I understand two doctors because you needed to be the doctor being tortured and then the doctor also doing stuff. But like the, yeah. the interact, there was no value gained between like the two doctors when they were on the same side, right?
2: Except that she gets to say, "Oh, I've got a crush I, on her." No.
1: <laughs> oh, she's cute. Like that's the literally the only interesting, like that's the only even memorable interaction that they have. <laughs>
2: Uh, I want to tell this one. Oh, come on, you're so needy. You have to do all the explaining, Oh, Yeah. It's not, not
0: particularly They're fighting fun. for
2: attention.
0: Yep. What happens next? <laughs> so, there's so much that happens, I know. but none of well, it matters. I want to
2: even go back for a second, because what? we didn't even address that. Like, the Santarans invade the tunnels, where Yaz, Dan, Joseph Williamson, and... Um, right, but they
0: just kill them all with a lightning and Eustatius tunnel. Eustatius
2: Jericho are. And they just shoot them with, like, electricity and kill them all? Like, yeah. the cliffhanger from the last episode was not a cliffhanger at all? Of course not. I mean, that's often the case. And then and then Joseph Williamson just, like, pieces out <laughs> like, I've done my job here. And I'm what? like, what did you do? You labeled all the doors, <laughs> but then the labels are wrong. Yeah. You, you didn't, didn't do, do anything.
1: anything. Well, like the payoff of his entire story was just that you get to learn that he's a historical figure, <laughs> right? So we we just found this out. We didn't know
2: it when we recorded the last episode, but yes, Joseph Williamson, the Mad Mole of of uh, the Mad Mole of something.
1: But yeah, I mean that's literally the entire thing of his character. Like he doesn't actually do anything to affect the plot, right. and we, and we the
2: Mad Mole of Edge Hill uh, was a real historical figure in Liverpool that I guess. Or in Lancashire, uh, that where he dug these tunnels and people thought he was a crazy guy. And he didn't dig them because he thought there were other worlds on the other side of it. But that's, I guess, the extent to which he's a real person is that he was a real guy who really owned <laughs> some tunnels. <laughs> So much wait, wait. like Mary Seacole in the earlier episode, he plays an integral role in Doing setting nothing. up a bunch of nothing that doesn't pay wait, off.
1: Wait, So he, he didn't actually like he was in every episode he, of this. He thing. didn't go through any <laughs> tunnels. He wasn't actually stuck lost in any tunnels at any point. He just owned the tunnels.
2: Yeah, he dug the tunnels. He commissioned. But there the was tunnels. no like he
1: never got like stuck in there and became a crazy hermit man living in the tunnels. No, no. So they they <laughs> the entire time we just spend like. The myth is fake. He's in every episode, just showing yeah. up,
2: being like, "Oh, well, this tunnel that's, that's just, uh, is goes to flux it's, episode it's two. So this tunnel it's, goes to flux episode it's three. Like, it's hmm. like if, this tunnel goes to flux episode
1: four. I, it's like if you if you had an entire episode like season where they were like." following this man who, like, was in a steel mill. And they were like, oh, that's the crazy steel mill ghost of Pittsburgh. Everybody knows him. And then at the very end of the scene, they were like, that's because he's Andrew Carnegie. (laughs) Like...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing was, right, that he he was trying to warn people about the flux coming in the year 2021, right? But then we still need Claire to go into the psychic detective agency in order to predict when the final flux event happens. Yeah. So what purpose did did him knowing when the flux was going to happen serve? He didn't tell anyone. No No, one knew as a result of
1: him. I mean... Well, no, David. He doesn't
0: tell anyone because duh. No one listens to him. Well, no. They saved the world. So he didn't need to tell anyone.
2: Okay. I'm confused, though. Like... (sighs) He predicted the day that the flux happens and he never told anybody about it. Unit doesn't find <laughs> out about it. Nobody knows. Claire has to go onto the psychic psychic ship with the Santarans and be hooked up to a brain scanner in order to figure out when the final flux event happens, which I didn't even know these were multiple events. I thought the flux was one thing. Yeah. But it's multiple. Yeah. For some reason.
0: Because it's I, poorly con- conveyed.
2: Uh, yeah, we. Because sp- uh, because I guess we needed like a ticking clock of some kind, and there wasn't any because the flux already yeah, it's happened. Because
0: it's, it's chimnal. you gotta have your ticking clock. But,
1: but the a, flux was already closing yeah, it, it, in on the well, earth. it's
0: it's a terrible right? ticking
1: clock. That's the ticking clock. It's a terrible ticking clock because it just like it destroys ninety nine percent of the universe in the first episode, and then like the entire rest <laughs> of the scene is just like kind of there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I don't really know what. Yeah, because it already passed over the Earth, so it can't be centering on the Earth. That wouldn't make any sense. It passed over the Earth because we put up the Lupari shields.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's... I don't. I just don't understand what the threat I, of I, this I, thing I, is. My, my also, I just like that like he goes to the, like try to explain like what the flux is and he's like well it's a bunch of antimatter and so like antimatter destroys matter and that's true and matter also destroys antimatter they destroy each other it it it's, it's that would have made sense to stop it but instead he's like antimatter destroys matter and matter though slows down antimatter and it's like that's not true what does that even mean <laughs> like it just slows <laughs> it down but it doesn't do it no it explodes yeah. i'm pretty sure right
2: and so I, I, I thought maybe to prevent it from exploding, they would say, oh, we have to hit antimatter with antimatter. So now that we know what it is, we know what to throw at it. But if you're just going to throw matter at it, like, yeah, well, weren't we trying that already? Like, it's been hitting matter this entire time. Yeah. Most of the universe is
1: matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the hell is the crazy technology that is in the passenger that has literally infinite matter inside of it, but that's that's right. pretty wild tech. But also,
2: but it, that's not the only thing that has infinite matter. The Lupari ships also have matter-generating yeah, shields, yeah. which is why they can't be destroyed by the flux. So, I mean, like, not to mention, like, I feel like there's easier ways to destroy the universe, if I'm being honest. Than just like pumping in, literally mass like massive amounts of 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 antimatter, like the size of the entire universe. Yeah, and it
1: seems like you can do it by blowing up a TARDIS. I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
2: like that's all you have to do. (laughs) That shatters the entire universe in all time and space. And like, you know, you obviously have the capability to build a TARDIS if you have the capability to build. An
1: inter-universal
2: transporter. Speaking of the, the TARDIS being destroyed, wh- did anything come of the TARDIS being, like, faulty in the first episode? Oh, no. Nope, nope. That's... Completely abandoned. The the doors were in the wrong place. It yeah. was leaking everywhere. It was broken.
0: No, it's fine now.
2: Yeah. It was totally fine, wasn't it, in this yeah. episode? Did they explain mm-hmm. that? No. No. Okay. All right. Add moving
0: it to the, on to the dropped plot thread counter. I
2: mean, um, okay. Next drop plot thread. Uh, Kate Stewart. Yeah. What happens with Kate Stewart that she was introduced for some reason?
0: She she finds the TARDIS and brings it to the tunnels, and then is okay.
2: like, she she finds it, which was left there from nineteen sixty seven. Right. So I guess during all of the time that she has been a character, she's also had a second TARDIS just sitting there. I and guess didn't tell the doctor about it any of the times that she saw him.
0: That is true. Oof. Yeah, that's
2: true. <laughs> By the way, are you are you do you have a second TARDIS? Yes, are you aware that at some point your TARDIS were you ever missing a TARDIS? Or were you... <laughs> Will you ever be missing a TARDIS? I I have one if you
1: want it. (laughs) Or just like, yo, what's up with this TARDIS? Why do we we have another TARDIS here? Like, it's worth knowing. Right.
2: Did you get, you're going to get stuck in 1967. Yeah. Here's a, you know, here's some extra information about 1967 that might help you. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) But no. Um, Instead, she just holds onto it and brings it into a tunnel. Yep. Does she know that the tunnels are portals? maybe. Pro, presumably.
0: Probably. Because they gotta keep people out of that.
2: (laughs) Because Joseph Williamson didn't tell anybody.
0: But maybe, I mean, you can't just like. There's like tourists that go into these tunnels, right? So it's like you know. I mean,
1: the fact that we don't even know the answer, I I think it it (laughs) speaks to the point. We all watched the episode, right? (laughs) there's Ugh. yeah I mean this this was maximalist storytelling what also nothing ha- it's just all spectacle like it's all just random bullshit like it nothing builds nothing does anything <laughs>
0: Yeah meanwhile right. the the Santarins big like evil plan is to trick the Daleks and Cybermen into a truce but it won't really be a truce
2: Right This is good
0: This is yeah. good
2: I'm, yeah, I,
1: this, this, is, this easy, is the best
2: part of it. Easy storytelling. Best telling. plot thread. Yeah. The, the Santarans are trying to trick the Daleks and the Cybermen in, into killing them. Yeah. With the Flux. Right. That's great. It's, it's them being, you know, strategic, evil, bad guys of war. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, you know, the fact that as a viewer, we are assuming that they're going to be destroyed anyway. Um, that only adds to how ridiculous their plan is and that's great so like <laughs> when when i was watching i was thinking like wait the whole universe is going to be destroyed by the final flux event no <laughs> so you would be the winner by being the last man standing but you'd still die <laughs>
1: Well, and then, and well, no, no,
2: no, the Santarans would still like that.
0: No, the Santarans have the, the, the Lupari shields. Right, but
2: they didn't establish that no, no, oh, oh. when they first shared this oh, plan. Okay. So, at that point, I was thinking, like, why did they want to just be the last people to die? And then it's like, oh, they have a plan to stop the flux. Like, oh my god, like... Let them do it. That sounds amazing. I, like that's a freebie. It's
0: plus. It takes care of the Cybermen and the Daleks.
2: But right. I mean, like, how is this even an evil plan?
1: But the Doctor has
2: an even better plan.
1: Why kill two? Why commit two genocides when you could go for <laughs> a full commit... three genocides? A hat trick. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Like that's a like trick. the Doctor just sat there and was like, hmm, "It's a pretty good plan," but I could I could do one better. <laughs>
2: I just think it's so crazy. And it's, it's also because, like, literally the Santarans are doing a good thing.
0: Well, okay. And they're being well, well...
2: punished for it. Well, no, they're no, no. Because
0: just... they're gonna let the earth be destroyed, and the doctor can't have that, you
2: know? Well, yeah, but the the doctor could just protect the earth with the passenger. Like, you don't I you mean... don't have to do this whole other I mean, look, thing look, where you they're... ruin okay, wait, the Santarans' plan wait, to save the, the universe.
0: The real problem is that the doctor was mad at uh yeah. like the general four
1: episodes ago for yeah, blow,
0: yeah for blowing up the Santarian ships well meanwhile she's just going to do the same I, thing I here and there's
1: there's no moral weight to it there's not even a discussion like it's just like she's just like I oop, I know what I know what I'm doing and it's just like uh oh, it's a
2: total <laughs> yeah she's just like my it, plan is so much more dangerous <laughs> this is my dangerous plan yeah
0: <laughs> it's too scottish <laughs>
2: I can't do Jody's voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she's just got her dangerous plan, and it's it's just to disrupt the sh- Lupari shield because they have Carvinista and he can just turn all of the ships off remotely.
0: <laughs> I guess.
2: And so now they have oh. nothing to protect themselves from the flux. Yeah. Also, the they also turns. shut down their communications array. Yeah. Which seems unnecessary because no one can get away anyway. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but we needed something for Vinder and Bell to do.
1: I, right. But it just, or, like, you like know, what it were they gonna do? Send out an SOS. Not write them like, into the story, though. They're about to get exploded <laughs> in two seconds, like.
2: Right. The introduction of Bell into the like main group is one of the funniest things to me because the doctor is teleported next to Carvanista and Belle, who were a second ago fighting to kill each other. And she just appears there no, and is like No, Hi, no. What's they, your name made up? Bell?
0: No, they <laughs> were they were fighting the Santarans that were invading the ships and all yeah, the but other before
2: that. I'm t- I'm saying a second ago in time. Oh. They were fighting to kill each other. Then the Santarans teleported a- aboard their ship and then they decided to join forces. Then the doctor shows up immediately. Then the doctor says <laughs> Belle, I need you to do a mission for me. And it's like, okay, well, I just met you, but okay.
0: I guess. I don't
2: know. I, don't know. I think also, that's a crazy series of events.
0: All the Lupari are dead now, yeah. by the way. The Santarans did that Like, if genocide. anything, wouldn't
2: you think that, like, Belle joining the cast would be, like, you know, a major plot development, and then I... that would make it satisfying when Bell and Vinder reunite? I... Because... Now Bell is like a part of the group, part of the gang.
1: Maybe. I, I would have settled for Bell and Winter reuniting, having like any sort of uh, significance.
2: <laughs> right? They just they just see each other and they're like, hey, yeah. oh hey, yeah. hey you're here too. Oh you're yeah. pregnant.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
2: Also, I I wasn't sure about this before, but now I'm sure that that computer device is supposed to be like. A baby monitor for an unborn baby.
0: Yeah.
2: And it also is, I think, supposed to tell you how the baby is feeling. Yes. I don't think that that is how fetuses work. It's, uh, it's no, It has it's very how... pro-life implications. <laughs> I think it really does. Yes. It's literally like you have a digital baby, companion yeah. who is... I I it seems to be like it's completely intelligent or like
1: it's somewhat it can understand cybernetically yeah.
2: enhanced or something. Yeah. Uh where you can like talk to it and it responds. Yeah. I don't I don't know how to
1: feel about it. Might that. Be, it might, is it might weird. not be Tigmy is weird it might not is a It might not be related to the fetus. It might just be like a sort of like helper. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like it
0: No, it really seems related to the fetus. Yeah,
1: I mean it, like. it doesn't make sense otherwise. It's child tech. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's weird.
2: The doctor is so excited to hear that this stranger he just met is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's
2: fine. Um, yes, okay. I
0: mean, yeah, uh, did we talk about Vinder and Diane escaping the passenger and Diane no, being we better at it than Vinder?
2: <laughs> so Vinder and Diane escape from the passenger by walking up some stairs.
0: And shooting something (laughs) that Diane fiddled with and Vendor's and I don't
2: know what any of this is. (laughs) I don't know if this would have been difficult to figure out. We certainly don't see them working it out. No. We don't see them trying to figure out how to escape. They just basically say, if we shoot this and then walk up some stairs, we will leave. (laughs) Like...
0: Despite the number of plots that have been jammed into these six episodes, this episode is somehow all payoff with, like, zero setup, you know? It's and like, no payoff like,
1: either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and no, no payoff! payoff. <laughs>
1: it's no setup, it's that's, just that's
0: They left the events. payoff that's, out of the payoff.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this, uh, this entire season's insane, and this finale proves it. <laughs> it's just, I've never seen so much and so little happen. It's art. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: I mean, it's like like Diane is a character we've spent zero screen time with. All I knew about her is that she wanted to get drinks with Dan and yeah. didn't want him to give tours at the museum. Yes. And then she was kidnapped, which why would Azor have kidnapped her
1: at all? Because she was important to Dan, and so it was like...
2: Azor never spoke to
1: yeah, them. Yeah, but it was it was literally, like, it's it's a hostage situation. She's like, I took someone that was important to one of your people, uh, or something. But it's like, you have the entire... Yeah. But Dan just
2: met the doctor. I, I... How did she know that Dan would be important to the doctor? I, I
0: she didn't. It's a plot hole. <laughs> Add it to the list.
2: It's... I. But this one's really bad to me, because, like, I assumed <laughs> that they must have some knowledge of the future, but they demonstrably don't, or they would know... I'm... That at the end of I this know. whole thing, it... they get evaporated by time. Like all... well, we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Um. Okay, so...
2: I feel like we're there.
0: Well, no, we gotta talk about the serpent first. Oh, God.
2: The Great Serpent. Oh, God. Right, so...
0: <laughs> the most superfluous character in this entire damn yeah.
1: series. Well,
2: he was needed to, to tie up the loose end of why Unit got shit-canned back in season...
1: 12. Something nobody asked for. <laughs> nobody needed to see a man just constantly get denied a promotion <laughs> and kill people <laughs> for like. But how also,
0: like reach. that reason could be like anything. Like, leave that to someone else to answer because right. I thought it was just
2: going to be Boris Johnson's policies, <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> right? Budget cuts. Yeah, like... I thought. Yeah,
2: I know. Uh, you know, austerity. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I thought that was a great idea back in. Was it resolution or revolution? Resolution, I think. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was a good idea. And then they had to, like, justify it with the serpent. And then the serpent just, you know, m- makes an enemy of Kate Stewart. And you never want to do that. Because she'll show up with a gun and say, walk the planky, hardies
0: <laughs> And they they put him on an asteroid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To so Palpatine him. Where
0: they can, they can bring him back whenever they want. Hopefully... <laughs> Somehow, uh, the great serpent has returned.
2: Well, yeah, but I think it's more so supposed to be like guns are bad. Don't shoot people. Just make them starve to death on an asteroid. It'll no,
0: but like it's it's like it's implied that he can survive. You know, but yeah, like, not
2: indefinitely. I, I, it's it's. Does he does he I need mean, nothing to live? Air, water, food.
0: Where I don't know. He's a two-dimensional being or something. I forget what the doctor said. <laughs> no, no, he's them.
2: a he's a by he's a share like he's a hive mind of two. He's a part snake, part guy.
0: Okay, that's what they said. I see. Uh, but didn't make any sense.
2: Right, he's a he's a binary demi <laughs> That's what they said. Okay, it's like a symbiosis, but they're also the same guy. And uh, they find that out because the doctor one of the three doctors mind you gets herself kidnapped for interrogation by the serpent but i don't know what she gains from that yeah
1: i think nothing and then she just tortures him which is also just like brushed aside like there's no yeah. moral weight considered to that right was
2: well, she redirects his, her she she redirects the torture that she was getting onto him yeah and then she just like and she can't be killed because she's not really there <laughs> Which kind of lowers the
1: stakes. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I mean, look. I'm, no, at least not, if she was no, one no, no, person, no, no. she could she's be forced to regenerate.
0: She can't get the the snake can't fully manifest within her because it's like a psychic thing. But she's not fully, fully present in the universe.
2: Right. No, That's I get it that. Is. It just feels like it does not lower the stakes. Like she can't
1: die. Well, but she's still getting tortured for information. That's the, yeah. that's the pain thing. But it's just like it's just like I'm fine with the doctor torturing people. We've seen it before when he's like really mad. But it's just <laughs> like to to have no like like it's just so weightless. It's just like, okay, and then boom, I'm gonna torture you now and leave. Have some torture. Yeah. Um
2: One of my favorite scenes is um when the doctor is trapped with the uh, Carvanista <laughs> and just like why can't you tell me about what happened? And he's just like, I have a thing in my head that will kill me if I tell you anything, except for this sentence. This sentence is okay to tell you. Everything else,
1: I will. Die. What was the sentence?
2: No, just. Oh, I I missed
1: something. I was like. Cyanide yeah, pill in yeah, his yeah. brain. No,
2: yeah. <laughs> so I can tell you that much, but anymore. And I'll die because yeah. Chris Chibnall hasn't figured out what he wants the reveal I, to be yet. So yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you just yet.
0: <laughs> uh, I've never seen someone stall for time so hard.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with the, with the, you know, the, the fob watch, like, I, you know, just, just opening it doesn't actually reveal
1: all the memories. It just Which makes a house right. happen. doesn't
0: make any yeah. fucking sense. And,
1: like, I thought we were going to go inside the house and, like, see some of these, me- like, glimpses of memories. Right. At least right. some
2: foreshadowing. Yeah. Anything. No,
0: none of that. No. No. Nope.
2: No. Nope. I mean, like, typically, after a Doctor Who finale, there's a lot of think pieces written up talking about the ramifications for the future. <laughs> ...of the episode or theories about possible directions they can take something. But it's like, what would you write about with this? But
0: also, like, why even bother theorizing when the moment you do, Chris Chibnall is just gonna, like, kill off the big bad that he set up all season.
2: Right, right. So he killed <laughs> Tectae and then the Ravagers are like, we're gonna do our plan. Come on, Doctor, let's go back to Atropos. And then they show up there, and then time... And they're like,
0: I'm gonna sacrifice you time, to time. <laughs> sacrifice.
2: They show up, and they're like, Time, we we did what you asked. We made the flux happen, and we went to destroy everything. And time is like, you failed me for the last time. <laughs> and Poof. the first
0: time. Bye.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so it's like, wait, who was the big bad this season? <laughs> was it Tectaeun? Was it <laughs> the Ravagers? Was it Time? Was it anyone? Because also, Time doesn't seem to want to kill the Doctor. Yeah, Time was yes. just like, okay, Wait, whatever.
0: Here's the thing. I'm confused why Time was even able to manifest, because I thought Time couldn't manifest until the Mori got fucked up again by the, like, new Flux, and that's like, what they were doing there.
2: But... I don't know what time is because we did not establish like, this as yeah, a thing. Li- like... It was literally never mentioned. The only thing they said was, time is evil.
0: Yeah, and it's now that we're master. That was all
2: I knew, and I thought it was a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> you, know,
1: you know what it's...
2: You no, know. they meant a guy named Time who lives on planet Time <laughs> in the Time Galaxy, <laughs> in the Time Nebula... <laughs> Who controls time. <laughs> this is so much dumber than space lords. God damn it. <laughs> what, what, what I'm
1: thinking now is that it's going to turn out that time, like the master is, is like the Jesus Christ to time being the father. And then there will be a space God that the, that will, the doctor is the Jesus Christ of that's that's because right. they're, they, he was just like the master of something. I mean, I'm not actually like, I don't actually think that's what's going to happen, but it's just, None of it makes any fucking sense. Like, are they gods? Are they, like, it's just the concept of time as a person, but...
2: I don't, yeah, I don't know. And for some reason, time hates space. Yeah. But we haven't met space yet. Maybe we will meet space next time. That's what I'm saying. Next time, we'll meet space. Next, next space, we'll meet space. This is like, um... You know, like, Inspector Spacetime on Community? Yes, it's just entirely like, Inspector Space Time. <laughs> where the hell are we? It's where, not where, where the hell are we, it's when the hell are we? are we. The question isn't what, Inspector, it's when. when.
0: Um, God, yeah. Like, there is nothing more anticlimactic than, like, your big bads who literally just spend the whole episode monologuing about how, like, fucked up and evil they are and like right
2: and about how they they're they're gonna kill the doctor in just a second i'm gonna i can and with the snap of my fingers i can do now. it that running won't help there's nothing you can do to stop it i'm gonna snap my fingers and you're gonna die and then the doctor literally foils their plan because they just didn't kill her immediately if they had killed her immediately it would have been
1: fine
0: <laughs> or it would have been better really they oh well, yeah no because I, mean, I guess she wouldn't have saved everyone for the flux.
1: but they can bring people back like they could have just killed her waited until their plan was complete and then brought her back and do the whole see the universe get know. killed right, over there
0: maybe there's a time whole
2: time in space yeah <laughs> and they still couldn't win because the doctor went and got the passenger form and yeah. just said hoover up that flux for me would you?" <laughs>
0: Which is the most insane thing that the passenger was able to do that, like it didn't make a ton of sense, I felt the passenger sucking up the flux like
2: right, because it's full seems... of infinite matter. the doy
0: i I don't understand like if this was the solution, why right. did you not just get a passenger like a billion episodes earlier?
2: But, you know she didn't know. What it was that the flux was. When do they figure? But
0: like, who cares what it is if it's, if it's <laughs> if you can try But also,
1: it also, out. when do they learn? Right. When do they learn like uh that the passenger has infinite matter? Diane tells her. But when? Before they. Right before she does it. Right before she executes all those yeah. people. Yeah, she could yeah. have just thrown a passenger in, avoided the whole thing, and not execute anybody. Uh, no, she wanted to
2: kill everyone. Yeah, she wanted to. That was to. her main yeah. plan. She didn't even have a plan to stop the flux. I know. She had a plan <laughs> to just, kill all the Centaurians. She was just
1: like, look, if I'm going to fail, like, everybody's going to die. They're going to die first, all right?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't really understand that part at all. But, yeah, Diane is like, by the way, Doctor, you said, you said that it's made of antimatter and that matter can stop it. Well, I know a place where there's infinite matter. Is that helpful at all? And the Doctor's like, Diane, you're brilliant. I've never (laughs) met you. (laughs) You're brilliant.
0: Also, okay, yeah, so, uh, you know, they they solve the flux with the passenger, right? Yeah. Diane is suddenly just like, "Mm, fuck you, Dan. I
1: know! (laughs) It was (laughs) another climate Like, the only thing I know about Dan and this woman are that they, like, are interested in each other and are gonna go on a date, and then at the end, she's like, so you wanna go on that date? She's like, eh, yeah. Like, she's not even, like, you know... (laughs) She's like
0: traumatized and like somehow blames him and like
2: I don't know. Maybe it's, she it's doesn't blame weird... him. Maybe she's just but like not I, I, into dating right now. I don't I
1: don't think it's welcome. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe I missed something. I, but I didn't even get like the sense that she was like, you know, I like that really messed me up or whatever, or like I'm not ready right now because of what happened. It, it just kinda of felt like she was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know I don't think uh, yeah. I don't think she was ambivalent I think she it seemed like something had like shaken her but also you would expect like she came out of the passenger like very confident yeah, like very confident I, I like it seemed like she had grown as a person as a character through all this and then like <laughs> the none of that yeah. yeah none of it carries through into back in liverpool yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. like vinder is like you should teach at the academy i was really expecting her to be like fuck earth like i'm gonna go hang out with these people yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> like i'm gonna go on a space adventure i don't even need the doctor like right. she seems crazy
2: speaking of people going with other people for no reason <laughs> carvenista goes with bell and vinder because his entire race is now extinct. Uh, I, I, he just wants to hang out with them because they're, I guess, the most wholesome? <laughs> or or maybe just they're the nice people?
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, well, he, I mean, he, he doesn't want to spend time with the doctor because, like because if he says
2: the wrong thing to them his head will explode and and, and he also resents
1: them for abandoning him
2: right right sure um oh yeah i didn't mention but when dan lets the dog out of the cage he says fetch your dog that man in nepal was right and it's like no he was not he wasn't (laughs) Yeah, I mean that. It's he told you to go get the dog in order to prevent the flux and to get out of the past, and that
1: was not what happened. But it's it's also like they they spent three years traveling the globe for this information, and then it ends up being totally worthless because the dog doesn't come to them to save them. They just happen to be in the same spaceship where the dog is. Right. And it's like, well, if that man hadn't told you to save him, would you not have? Would you have been like, I don't know what to do with this dog in a cage? (laughs)
0: exactly exactly so bad
2: oh god but i but you can't cut that nepal guy because like he's so funny
1: (laughs) i mean and it's also literally the entire like b plot of like the second to last episode is like them traveling the world for this information
2: just so dumb
1: and boring
0: and god yeah i feel like all the fun that was had watching this season would completely evaporate upon rewatch. I, I you know? I
1: think probably. I mean never like Chipnol. really he he managed to crash it fully in the last in the last episode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh Claire and Kate get dropped off in twenty twenty one. Yes. Separately from Diane, I I guess, but in the same place Maybe, maybe Claire and uh, Kate are neighbors or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Claire is like, Doctor, I feel so bad about Jericho. We were so close. And then he died. And the doctor's like, yeah, what are you
1: going to do? Yeah. Um, Poor Jericho died a totally pointless and, death. And
2: Kate is like, you're my favorite regeneration, doctor. I hate Capaldi. He sucks. <laughs> And so they're gone. They both served very little purpose.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh
2: my god. We. I know that like we went at this kind of non-linearly, but we have to go back for the Santarin chocolate scene. Oh god.
1: Oh.
0: Okay.
2: I don't have anything to say about this (laughs) whatsoever.
0: I. This is what (laughs) I have to say about it. You know, saying that something is cringy. It was very popular yeah. right now. Right, I literally physically cringed watching that right. entire just scene.
1: You're here, here, shaking. Here's what I have to say about it. SpongeBob did it better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it was like a shitty half-assed SpongeBob ripoff. Like, I
1: know. And I think I might have even been a rose because it's just like, Chocolate!
0: Ah! <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, podcast listeners. I'm sure that was the most unpleasant. And they
2: use it to like bribe him. Like they bribe him with the secret like, recipe to chocolate, which know. is just chocolate.
1: Is you know, if recipe. you're if you're maybe trying to make <laughs> it like milk. like not even a moral question whether it's okay to genocide an entire species, maybe don't uh, have one of them just be a innocent, naive chocolate lover. <laughs> Earlier in that episode, <laughs> that man is dead now because he got exploded.
2: That's true. That's a good point. Uh, and, you know, like, we've seen good Santarin in the past. I we, know. We've befriended We've even Sontarins. seen a good Dalek. We've seen good Cybermen. You know, like, these, I mean, these races, they are, like... The- inherently coercive and warlike, but Daleks there and Siren good individuals among them.
1: Daleks and Cybermen I think are like yeah, generally, you know, the doctor hates them and will kill them pretty freely. But like Santarans are not shown to be like like yeah we've we've met nice Santarans that have been continuous characters on the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Strax. 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 What if there was a future Strax among them? Yeah. Not anymore. A future comrade. Now we'll never it's... know.
0: It's fine. RTD will bring them all back. Somehow. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Russell can say um,
0: for all we know, Chris will bring them all back in like the first the special. <laughs> you know, well, the Daleks are coming back.
2: Yeah, we the know Daleks that. are coming back uh, for course. New Year's, guys. <laughs> it's going to be the Eve of the Daleks. It's time loop
1: she episode.
0: missed a few. Missed a few.
1: Yeah. Don't you hate it when you miss a few Daleks?
2: <laughs> you always do. Um, Okay, so I guess before we wrap up the rest of the recap, there's the scene where the doctor and Yaz have their final heart-to-heart after not having spoken to each other for three years. (laughs) Uh, the, The doctor says, Yaz, remember three years ago when you were kind of mad at me for not being explicit about why i wanted to track down the dog man you remember you were kind of mad about that three years ago from your perspective and yaz is like yes i remember i'm still mad about it and the doctor's like i'm sorry would you like to know everything about me and then yaz is like yes i'd like that very much and And then dan comes in and interrupts
0: well and then for some reason, the doctor's like, ah, fuck it. And then drops the pocket watch but into the heart of the TARDIS. Th- the
1: worst thing is that the, the, the pocket watch, she's like, make sure I never can have this. I can never see this again. Please keep it away from me. Unless I really ask nice. Because, uh, <laughs> You know. You know. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's such a non ending. It's like, if the. If. Like, obviously, this wasn't. This was never the stakes of this, se- uh, you know, series. But if you're mm-hmm. pretending that the stakes of the season was the doctor deciding whether or not she wanted to know about her past, at the beginning, she really wants to know about her past, and at the end, she decides ignorance is bliss, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is such a non. <laughs> like, she doesn't destroy the Fob Watch. Right, she it's so
0: non committal. It's extremely non committal. not
2: cast it into the void. Because it, it... She. Drops it into a hole and says, keep this safe for me. Bye-bye.
1: Except not it's right not now. even that. It's so much worse. Cause Keep it safe for me. And then, like, maybe you could have had, like, the doctor regret it and try to, like, tear the tortoise apart to find or whatever. Like, anything. But it's just, like, keep this away from me unless unless I really want it. Like, which I... I, <laughs> I
0: really say <laughs> really, really, yeah, super nicely. nicely yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. And, it, and it also undercuts the scene that she just had with Yaz. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe it's supposed to undercut it, but, like... I'll never keep secrets from you again, Yaz. Oops, bye-bye down the hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it makes no sense.
1: Yeah. No, it's... Uh, like, the doctor, it's...
0: like, cries about it, too. and It's like, why is this emotional? Well, like, what is going on? It's,
1: I mean, it's just like, if you want to find out who you were, then just open the pocket watch, find out.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I, you know, look, if... If we wanted to do an additional podcast to like, how would we fix Flux? You know, because we were certainly engaged. Yeah, in the I, I right, I was
1: engaged, mm-hmm.
2: and I don't think it would be that difficult to write six good episodes of television. <laughs> I, I mean, like, people write you know, 14 straight good episodes of television. Sometimes, sometimes. 22, you know? It's crazy. Sometimes 22. It's crazy Yeah, Sometimes there. multiple seasons. Some, some shows, almost
1: <laughs> all good episodes, if you could imagine.
2: <laughs> but, like, it shouldn't be that hard to write six episodes that tell a cohesive story, right? So, like, what would we do to fix
1: it?
0: I mean, I would get... Here's the thing. As much as I enjoyed... Like if, if we're just going to cut characters you yes. know to start with, Let's I would cut there. out the serpent vendor and Bell. Like yeah, I Easy I, cut.
2: I easy cut. Yeah. They take up so much screen time and they don't contribute anything to the main plot at Conflict, all. which is the flux. Yeah. Yeah. And the Ravagers. Okay, next edit. <laughs> Combine the characters of Tecton and the Ravagers somehow. You uh, know. Mm. Find some way to well, incorporate at, at least the best parts of each. Maybe and then there don't was have to have schism. one villain come in to kill the other one right before
1: the finale. Yeah, I mean, obviously there needed, that need to be handled better.
0: Or, I don't know. It, it was just a series of three villains killing the previous villain.
2: Right. Like, so, you know, here's something that would have been easier, right? What if the reason that Tectaeun wants to destroy the universe is because... The Ravagers got free, and they're the enemies of the the, the division. division. Yeah. So because they got free, we have to trash this universe, right? That'd be much simpler, right? Yeah. And, and make then, more
0: sense than the Doctor being
2: <laughs> the cause. Right. And then the Ravagers killing the person who was going to destroy the universe raises the stakes, because now are they going to do something even worse? Yeah. And then you have to write something worse for them to do. Like, maybe the Ravagers want to, you know...
0: Enslave
2: everyone. Yeah. Right. Reverse time back to the beginning and enslave everybody. That's a classic Doctor Who thing. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Um, you know, like, all of this is just, like, bare bones Doctor Who writing. Like, it's so <laughs> simple. And yet we just, like, we can't seem to get him to to do it.
1: No, he really can't. I mean... He, he has shown us that when he goes boring, he's a bad writer. And when he goes exciting, he's a bad writer. He threw everything right. at this one. Like, I, right. at least he put on a show, you know? But holy fuck, yes, was it a bad show.
0: But... <laughs> he, he threw spaghetti at the wall for this one. You know, it was, the, it was like the kitchen sink of Doctor Who yeah. seasons. Yeah. The uh-huh. problem was, he didn't then wait to see what stuck <laughs> and sticking with yeah, that,
1: yeah, exactly. He was
0: just like, "Oh no, we have to mush the pasta further this direction." It's just you know, the... like he,
2: he right. He just, just started hitting the pasta with a hammer yeah. until <laughs> yeah. it squished up
1: against the wall.
0: Yeah, he's like, "It's sticking now. This is fine. Yeah, it's
1: just
2: noise." <laughs> but now it's no longer pasta, and now you have nothing to serve. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh uh. lord.
0: Uh, it was bad it was all bad the the i'm not looking forward to whatever the specials will be i am so excited
2: (laughs) for for russell Russell
0: t T to come back and right now i I mean like
2: i was thinking like oh are we building up russell t too much when he comes back is it going to be disappointing and i'm like it couldn't possibly be worse
1: than this. <laughs> it, really it really couldn't be. It really couldn't be. Because we've a worse
0: literally thing. seen him but, write but, the better version of this. this. Yeah. He wrote Journey's End.
2: I know, but like maybe he won't be as good as <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I, he had been. But even like yeah. the worst of moffat the worst of Russell T is so much better than the best it's the of Triple. It's true because and yeah and I don't maybe this is Th- like This man I d- is this season better than season twelve? I think yes. I
1: think yes. It was more engaging. It's
2: a worse finale than Ascension of the Titans. Yeah, it
1: is a worse finale. Yes. Uh,
0: ah, season twelve. I would agree. Worse finale, better season.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what I. Think. But if you if you if Ireland you season, but if you if niche. you cut season twelve to just be the best six episodes, it might be better.
2: Yes. No, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. If you cut it down to Jadoon, um, Villa Diodati, maybe Spyfall, just because it's the opener, and yeah. then the two-part finale, then it's better. Yeah. It just, I'm just saying because of Orphan
1: Fifty Five. <laughs> I'm just saying because of a hyphen with a three. <laughs> right,
2: and because of Praxius, which I think is worse than Orphan Fifty Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's only six episodes, but there's a and it causes us this much frustration. I,
1: I mean, it's just such little care mm. was placed in. And, and, and you know, he didn't ask himself in writing any of these stories, why am I writing this at any point?
2: Right. I now have I now have um, manifestly much more appreciation for season seven. You know, for. <laughs> for old who you know which i i used to not look at because i was like well you know new who is it's more streamlined it's you know it has things that you know a a modern audience can appreciate like good effects and whatnot now i'm like no i would watch the worst episode of like 80s who over this (laughs) this is so unwatchable yeah. And I watched yeah. it, it really, and I recapped it, it really, for an audience. I,
1: and, and I, I I can't imagine what this season must have been like for a casual audience member because
2: I it, I know what it was because I watched with my dad but it's just who like, doesn't watch There's Dr.
1: so Hill. much going on that how do you it would be so confusing. It, Your I was, brain just turns off. I was that's, so That's confused. what he
2: said to me. He was like, It's fun to just watch something and be like, This is so bad. <laughs> And, like, yeah, every other sentence we were pausing this episode and going, what are they talking yeah, about?
1: Yeah, I know. This is what I, I, I it, it became one of the, like, this finale was so hard for me to focus on. I literally started on Monday, got halfway through, and I had, had to stop until the next day because I could not focus on it. Like, at, like it's just so disorienting. <laughs>
0: Well, also the editing, we didn't mention this at all, but the editing was hot I, garbage. But
1: that's part this. of what makes it so disorienting and hard to focus, just the editing's fucking all over right. the place. Like yeah. I mean,
2: just in the first scene, like I literally couldn't follow what was happening to the Santarans well, that was somehow the... saving our main characters' lives. You know, they right. were at the end of the last episode they were at threat of death. At the beginning of the following episode, they're already defeated. I don't know what happened in between.
0: Well, and also just I just think about that scene where like the doctor is like seeing everyone and like turning to each of them and being like yes, and just like the editing is just like what is happening? Who you is can't she talking to? Yourself
2: in space? Like
0: it's 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 so terrible, and like it really looked like there was and there was a lot of off-screen dialogue too. Yeah. So I feel like there oh, yeah. was a lot of ADR, a lot of like last-minute script changes. Which just makes me wonder in horror at what this was before, you know? <laughs> like, what did they possibly add in to try to like help this? <laughs> that yeah. still left it being what it was. Oh the world may God. never know.
1: Yeah, I think I think that about sums it up.
0: <laughs> um. In th- summary, fuck Chris Chibnall. We'll watch more things. <laughs> I guess. Thank you so Justice much, for
2: Joseph Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> Justice for Eustatius Jericho. Everyone, everyone got boring. for all of these old men that Chris Chibnall mistreats.
0: I mean, this, that, that's the problem. Everyone had potential in the beginning, and then everyone was so boring well, by uh, the uh, end. Of course, because
1: you, you always give Chibnall the benefit of the doubt that he can write anything at all. with, it. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then he will always disappoint. I, and i he always fall for it every season i'm like mm, this one's this one's better than the last one and it is but it's still dog shit maybe maybe in 100 <laughs> well, seasons he can be okay
0: <laughs> his 100th regeneration yeah. um thank you victor for coming along on this horrible yeah, horrible that, journey thanks with us. for
1: having me it was fun it was it was don't you mean okay <laughs> what an awfully grand adventure <laughs> yeah. oh my god you know <laughs> These past six weeks doing the show, I've podcasted more than in the past two decades. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh.
1: That is true. That's not true. Well... I've podcasted much more in the past two decades, but
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh that <laughs> I was just quoting the show.
2: <laughs> this is uh yeah. This is the end. This is the end of the flux. We don't know what's going to happen. All of your fan theories are wrong because Chris Chibnall is not trying hard <laughs> enough to set up anything. Yeah. So if your fan theory was but, that the Vinder and Bell were the parents of the Doctor, I don't know if you caught on that that was a popular fan theory. No. If your fan theory is that anything uh, is
1: building to anything, you're, you're wrong. But
2: yeah, everyone. If you thought anything was building <laughs> to anything, you're wrong, you wrong. because you he's dumb not
1: idiot. How did you think that
2: he's if- not thinking ahead?
0: Right, some new big bad is gonna come in at the last second and murder the last. I one. can't wait for time to, to be killed them.
1: by space at the beginning of next episode. <laughs> right,
2: the resolution to any given episode is is going to be the dictionary definition of a MacGuffin, either a death yeah. particle, mm. or you know, a magical being that can teleport entire planets, or a different magical being that has infinite matter inside. That can just solve all your problems for you. Yep. That was probably loosely set up in a scene that you couldn't even follow because the editing and the dialogue was so wonky. God. So,
1: uh, I'll
2: catch you guys on New Year's. Hopefully, a new year will bring us new joys, new, new new laughs, uh, new loves. I hope probably new, new horrors.
1: Who. I hope a new but, uh, absolutely a new horrors. Goal.
0: Yeah, but I'll weather it all with you. And with you as well, dear listeners, adios.
1: Adios, amigos. Thanks for tuning in to the Doctor Who Support Network. For <laughs> people who are watching <laughs> this terrible show. Alright, uh, see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.